0: So why did Jesus have to leave? That's what we're celebrating today, isn't it? That Jesus rose from the dead. Here we're at the end of the Easter season. So Jesus rose from the dead. He spent 40 days on earth, but then he left. He ascended into heaven. You could go there. You could go to Bethany, just outside of Jerusalem, to the Mount of Olives. They've got a little chapel, a little dome, and there's a spot... That's marked, and it's the last spot that Jesus' feet touched the earth. And then he left, right? He took his apostles there to that spot. He said, Be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. And then he ascended into heaven. (laughs) Gone. Right? Why did he do that? Why did he do that? And I have to confess, I wondered about this when I was first learning the Christian faith as a convert some 20 years ago. Because our entire religion is based around this one core fact, right? That Jesus, this man that lived 2,000 years ago, he died, but he didn't stay dead. He rose from the tomb, and he now lives forever. Our whole religion is just centered around that. That's the cornerstone of our faith. Jesus Christ lives forever. But you can't see him because he ascended into heaven. So you have to have faith. And faith is good, but faith is hard. And wouldn't it be easier, I thought, if Christ had just stuck around, <laughs> right? If we, there was this 2,000-year-old Messiah still living in Jerusalem that, that people could see, I mean, then they'd have to believe, right? Belief would be so much easier if Jesus was still around and we could go, go see him. That would be a miracle. Nobody could doubt that. Well, yeah, they could, right? But imagine if Jesus still lived in Jerusalem and he had, I don't know, office hours or something. You could go in for consultations and we get so many of our questions answered, right? The big questions in life that we struggle with. And if Jesus was still here and he was guiding the, uh, the church in a direct way and kind of handling world affairs, right? Wouldn't that have been easier? Why didn't God do it that way? Well, God doesn't always do things strictly for our convenience. Because what's convenient for us, what we think might be the easier option, isn't always what's best for us. In fact, frequently it's the opposite. And in God's wisdom, it was good for us for Jesus to ascend into heaven. But it's still okay for us to wonder why. It's okay to ask the question why. We can learn a lot by asking that question. Why? Why is it good for us that Jesus ascended into heaven? Well, Jesus gives us at least one reason himself. In John's gospel, not Luke's gospel that we read from today, but in John's gospel, Jesus says, It's better for you that I go, for if I do not go, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. Jesus ascended so that he could send us the Holy Spirit. And why is that such a good thing? Why is that so important? Well, if you want to know the full answer, you have to come back next week when we celebrate Pentecost, right? So it's like they say, stay tuned next week for the exciting conclusion of our story. Um, But to put it briefly, the Holy Spirit is the soul of the church. The church is the body of Christ. When we use those words, when we say that as Catholics, the church is the body of Christ, we're not just using a metaphor. We really mean that. Our faith is that the church is in a real sense the body of Christ. So in that sense, Christ didn't leave us when he ascended into heaven because he's still here in his body, the church. But everybody has to have a soul. Right? You have a body and you have a soul. Everybody has to have a soul. The soul is the, the life force of the body, it's the animating spirit of the body. It's what keeps the body together. If you separate your soul from your body, we have a word for that death. Right? A body without a soul is a corpse. It starts to decompose, literally it comes apart. It loses its composition. So Jesus left his body on earth, the church, but he sends the Holy Spirit to animate the body, to be the soul of that body. And that's what keeps us together, that's what keeps us united with each other, with the other members of the body, and also our head with Christ, the Holy Spirit. And that actually extends Christ's presence in the world. It extends Christ's presence in the world. Because if you think about it, let's say Jesus had remained here on earth as a man, right? He would be very limited in his presence, wouldn't he? He lives in Jerusalem, let's say, and, you know, I'm sure we would all want to go see him. But in reality, how many of us would get to have some personal one-on-one time with Jesus if he lived in Jerusalem as a man? How many of you have ever had a personal audience with the pope? One person. Put your hand down, Alistair. <laughs> okay, Father Coleman. Is that a personal audience with the Pope? How many of you have ever met the Queen of England? Nobody. Nobody's met the Queen of England. Okay. Let's bring things back a little bit more locally. How many of you have ever met the governor of our state? The governor of any state. Right? I mean, you, you get what I'm saying here, right? If Jesus still lived in, as a man in Jerusalem, one man... We might get to see him on TV. I'm sure he would do, you know, Christmas specials or something. You know, Mother Angelica would have had him on EWTN. Uh, (laughs) Right? But watching somebody on TV, that's that's not the same as being with someone in person, is it? You know? But in the church, in his body, in the church, Christ is present all across the globe. He's there in Jerusalem. He's there in the Vatican. He's present in Africa. He's present in Russia. He's present in China. And he's even present here in Silva North Carolina. And isn't that better for us? Isn't that better than just having, you know, one man, even a divine man, but just one man that probably most of us will never get to see to be in that physical presence of? I think it is. I think it is. So that's one reason. That's one reason why Jesus ascended into heaven, to send the Holy Spirit, to animate, be that life force, that soul of of his body, the church. But there's another important reason why Jesus returned to heaven, why it's good for us that Jesus returned to heaven. When the Son of Man, when the Son of God became incarnate as the Son of Man, he assumed a human nature. And when he ascended back into heaven, he didn't leave his humanity behind. He took his humanity into heaven with him. Jesus ascended bodily into heaven. And this is important. Jesus ascended bodily into heaven. Our bodies are made up of physical matter. right? The same basic building blocks as the rest of creation. Scientists say that we're made from stardust, which is just a poetic way of saying that, you know, we're, we're made of the elements that were formed in the, the hearts of stars, right? The same elements that everything else is made out of, that our planet's made out of. Um, in Genesis, it says that God formed us from the dirt, formed us from the earth, right? S- same thing. We're made out of the physical material of creation. And that creation that we are part of is fallen. It's fallen. When Adam and Eve fell from grace, all of creation fell with them. Adam was placed by God at the head of creation. And when the head falls, the rest falls with it. So we live in a fallen world. And that's why the work of our redemption doesn't just involve the forgiveness of our personal sins, but it also involves the promise of a whole new heaven and new earth. It's in this new heaven and new earth, according to Revelation, that's where God will dwell forever with his people. And sitting on the throne in this new creation is Jesus Christ, who says, I make all things new. This new world will be like our world, but perfected, just like our glorified bodies that we'll receive after the resurrection, will be like our current bodies, but perfected. Jesus is the first fruit of the resurrection. His body, risen from the dead, is not like his former body that was subject to suffering and death. It's a glorified body. But this creation, this world that we live in, It is subject to suffering and death still. We live in a dying world, and a dying world is no place for an immortal body. Jesus' glorified humanity is no longer part of this fallen creation, it's the first fruit of that new creation. To put it simply, Jesus doesn't belong here. He couldn't stay, he doesn't belong here. And neither do we, neither do we, not those of us who have put on Christ, who have been born again into this new creation by baptism. And that's ultimately why Jesus ascended. It's because the reason for the incarnation, the reason why he descended from heaven in the first place, is not just so that God could come to earth. It's so that man could go to heaven. Jesus didn't come here on a sightseeing trip. He didn't just come to look around, right, and heal some people and eat some fish and go back home, right? He came on a rescue mission. The old Adam fell, and he took all of creation with him. Christ comes as the new Adam, the head of a new creation. He says, when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men to myself. He ascends to heaven, not as God only, but as God united with man. Humanity and divinity united in Christ. And now Christ sits in glory at the right hand of the Father. Those of us who are one with Christ, who are members of his body, will share in that glory with him for all eternity. He says, I go to prepare a place for you. Jesus doesn't just restore us to that earthly paradise that Adam and Eve enjoyed and that they lost. Jesus gives us a place in heaven higher than the angels, higher than the the principalities and the powers and the dominions, higher than the seraphim and the cherubim at the right hand of the Father. Not even the holiest of saints deserves that honor. But that's the glory that Jesus offers us. We can't ascend to heaven on our own. That is impossible. The scriptures say no one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. Only Christ ascends into heaven. So if we want to get there, the only way for us to get there is to ascend with him as members of his body. As members of his body, the church, we can be confident that we will go where he, the head, has preceded us. The head leads the way and the body follows. The apostles knew this. That's why, after they witnessed Christ's ascension into heaven, they returned to Jerusalem, not in sadness at his departure. They weren't crying and weeping because Jesus had left. They returned to Jerusalem with great joy, is what Luke's gospel tells us. They went to Jerusalem with great joy. So as members of Christ's body, we're heirs of that same hope. We're members of that same body that the apostles were member of. We're members of that same body that ascended into heaven. So we should share in that same joy, that same great joy, as we praise God here today in the temple and celebrate this great feast of the ascension of the Lord.